0: Tuesday and welcome welcome back to a locked on Texans podcast your daily Texans talking news update I am John some sports guy Hickman and again we're not in the studio together today but I can't do this show
1: without Cody Davis how you doing today um it, it's it's it feels good the Houston Texans are back on Sunday when they face off against the Baltimore Ravens, which will without a doubt will be at, at least one of the best fun games to watch um as we all know last week was a bye week and hopefully they don't come out too sluggish like my New Orleans Saints did when they lost against the Atlanta Falcons
0: yeah definitely guys you can know you can check this out on Spotify Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts Stitcher and Megaphone all of the major mega platforms to hear podcasts and you're right you know um coming up this sunday the texans will take on the ravens and i gotta tell you this will be a classic i really believe this is gonna build up it's gonna beat the hype it could break the hype lamar jackson versus deshaun watson two mvp candidates hey by the way last time we saw those guys play clemson barely edged out louisville to make it to the top four. And that ended up catapulting them to the national title game. where They played Alabama the second time and beat them. Lamar Jackson right now is playing on, I'm not going to say another level. No, he's playing, playing on level. another level. Well, he's you know, playing just, on another level. He's just playing on his level. And his level is something we haven't seen since Michael Vick. And the level that he's on is just very dynamic it can kill you. It can it can it can hurt your defense. It can kill your defenses. You know the the way they believe they can stop you. And the whole week we're game planning, and we started game planning for this guy before. You know things of that nature. He just gets the job done. So I can't wait to talk about the preview matchup between Lamar Jackson versus Deshaun Watson. More importantly, the Texans versus the Ravens, coming off a of bye week where guys are getting back healthy Gibson. Jordan Thomas has been activated. He's going to be able to start practicing at tight end. So that'll give Deshaun Watson another weapon. If you do, if you guys do not remember, Thomas had four receiving touchdowns last year. So he's going to be added to a receiving core that features Fails, Atkins, and they have been amazing for Deshaun Watson in this office. I cannot wait. We're also going to talk about the AFC, give you guys an update, the AFC South rather, give you guys an update about what's going on with the division. Coach lose to Miami. Uh, nobody saw that coming. The Titans, well, they beat the Chiefs. <laughs> and then, of course, we're going to look at the Jaguars and what they're having going on. And just happy to be back, happy to have Houston football back. Glad we had a bye week when we had it. And so that is the show for today. Ladies and gentlemen, Houston Texans are back. This is Locked On Texans podcast, only on the Locked On Podcast Network, your daily Texas talk. We are here for a while. Turn up Tuesdays, Taco Tuesdays, Turkey Burger Tuesdays, who knows? We're just back to talk Texans.
1: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Locked On Texans, only on the Locked On Podcast Network. You know, yesterday the Houston Texans were off. It was their week, but that did not mean that the NFL did not have some good games. Um, you always teasing me about this, John, but the Cleveland Browns actually won a game yesterday. Ah! <laughs> they, they beat the Buffalo Bills 19-16. to um, Another noticeable game, you know, I mentioned the New Orleans Saints. They came off a bye week, which I hope the Houston Texans do not do and look sluggish like the way they did. They lost against the Atlanta Falcons. And, of course, the in-state rival. And, of course, the NCAA rivals, the Dallas Cowboys lost by four, like they always do, to the Minnesota Vikings 28-24 once again. Yesterday was a pretty fun week of just watching football, but there were two games on the radar that I was actually surprised about. First and foremost, let's start with the Indianapolis Colts, who lost against the Miami Dolphins John I don't know about you but I did not see that one coming um, first of first of all the Miami Indianapolis game that was basically like watching the Houston Texans because you had two formal quarterbacks going head to head in a game that's going <laughs> to be pretty versus show. Exactly, and and this is a game that's going to be, um, it, it's a, it's a game for Indianapolis that's going to be at least kind of heartbreaking when you take a look at the final standings as we head down the stretch of this NFL season. I was so shocked that they lost to the Miami Dolphins.
0: Any given Sunday, any given Sunday. I mean, this was their first week going into the game where Brian Horry is actually. Starting, he played a very good relief job for Jacoby Brissett last week. Got the job done um, on his side of the ball. They ended up did losing against the Steelers. I think the Steelers are just a little bit hot right now. Look at what Hoyer was able to do last week. Three touchdowns, only one interception. Uh, at that point, the Steelers are just hot right now on defense and how they're getting the job done. But to lose to the Dolphins, <laughs> I love it. I love it. It did feature a matchup between former Houston Texans uh, quarterbacks, Fitzpatrick, Brian Hoyer. Brian Hoyer, one touchdown, three interceptions. Uh, The Dolphins just went out there and got the job done. But that was a huge shakeup because they lost. The Titans win. And so now the Titans are actually right behind them in the hunt standings. The coach sit at seven, I believe. And the dolphins sit at let me get that correctly. Yes, the no the Colts stand at eight. And the Titans, the Titans, they sit at number nine in the AFC playoff picture. And yesterday was a game for them to you know get a little bit of separation. The Titans have been playing very good football lately, especially since they made the switch. The switch to Ryan Tannehill at quarterback. He's doing a phenomenal job. Derrick Henry had one of those games where he just puts his foot down, runs in the dirt, and knocks over whoever is in his way. 188 yards, two touchdowns. That's going to help you out tremendously. Against the Kansas City Chiefs defense that nobody in the NFL fears. And I'm I'm, I'm glad people are seeing this. This team has a chink in their armor, and it's pretty big. (laughs) It's pretty big. So they just got to the ground game, got the groundwork working, Derrick Henry did his job, Ryan, Ryan Tannehill did what he was supposed to do, finished that off, so um, good to see them make it a little bit more competitive in, in the division, as we know the Texans sit at 6-3, and three, heading into Sunday's matchup against the Ravens, got a very good bye week, the AFC South, the, the picture is not over, and I believe that, you know, I, I was talking to a friend of mine, and I said, well, there's going to be a division with two teams, whether it's going to be the AFC East with the Pats and the Bills, and the Bills lost yesterday. Whether it's going to be the AFC North with the Ravens and the Steelers. The Steelers are hot. We know the Ravens lead the division. Or whether it's going to be the AFC South, where the Texans presumably will win this division and one of these very tough teams. Or if Nick Foles get the Jaguars back on track, they could do a little bit more in that offense, which can open up more of the running game, which they've been damn good at. We don't know how this is going to turn out over the next few weeks for the season end. It's going to be fun. The AFC South right now is pretty interesting because of the team's makeup. You look at it, what if Ryan Tannehill would have been the starting quarterback from day one? What if Nick Foles would have never gotten hurt? Or what if the Jaguars had a no-name and no-game backup quarterback? Because They had a no-name quarterback in Gardner Garden Minshew, but he had a lot of game. And then the Colts, you know, what if Andrew Luck would have never retired? The storylines for the AFC South this year, especially at quarterback, has been very interesting. And I'm interested to see how it'll play off. But the other AFC divisions, like the AFC North, the AFC East, I think the Bills will lose that wild card spot. I think teams are going to be able to lock in and affect them more On the offensive side, the the team's defenses will be able to do more damage to the Bills' offense to throw them off and rattle them. Josh Allen has been doing his job, but it's only so much your job is going to work in your favor in the NFL if you do not make plays week in and week out. I'm excited, Cody.
1: Yeah, and I'm excited as well. And um, I know you you and I, we talked about this a lot, um, especially here on this show. You are, just, you are really big on you that you strongly believe that there's going to be a division with two teams that's going to make the playoffs. And I want to say that that division is going to be the AFC South. And when you take a look at that last playoff spot, it's going to come down either between the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Oakland Raiders, or the Indianapolis Colts. I'm not too sure that the Steelers and the Raiders, granted, given everything that they have been through, especially dating back to the offseason, when you take a look at the drama that unfolded between them and AB, I'm not too sure that they're going to have enough firepower to close out the year and make that last seed in the NFL playoffs. Now, you take a look at the Indianapolis Colts, despite what happened on Sunday against the Miami Dolphins once they get Jacoby Percet back, and depending on the health of T.Y. Hilton, you can honestly say this team is going to make the playoffs, especially they have a better chance when you take a look at everything that's been going on in Oakland and everything that's, that has happened in Pittsburgh. I, I, it's, it's going to come down between those three, but I do believe Indianapolis is going to get that last spot. They're going to be the ones playing on that Saturday in that wild card game in the AFC.
0: The funny thing about it, outside of Indy, Teams like the Raiders, the Steelers, and the Patriots, you want to know what their connection is? Antonio Brown just not working out. He just did not work out for them.
1: But I could tell you what can work out for you guys if you're looking for a workout. That's Peloton. Peloton is offering a limited time offer. Get $100 off accessory when purchasing the Peloton bike and get a great cardio workout at home. Go to OnePeloton.com and use promo code locked on to get started.
0: Welcome back in, everybody. Thank you for checking us out today. You know, whether you are in the grocery store, you know, shopping for the week, getting your food ready, ready to meal prep. And by the way, there's this nice store. If you are in the Missouri City area, there's a store called Harvest Market. And everything they have in that store, it's almost as fresh as you can get it out of the ground. And I love that store. They have a great hot food section, great salad selection. They make pizzas for you right on the spot. I love it. I love it. Also, mainly because they are giving teachers discounts for the entire holidays with your teacher's employee. I love it. Um, I got off track a little bit, and I'm sorry, but I want to give you guys some update news. Texas tight end Jordan Thomas, who has been on IR, he's back to practice. Finally, if you guys do not know or remember, like I said, Jordan Thomas, he had four touchdowns last season, a very big part of what Deshaun Watson and the Texans are doing currently. However, we won't see rookie tight end Cahill Warren. Uh, I don't think he's going to come off IR. Still a head scratcher on that draft pick, period. And now, Cody, it feels like we just don't need him.
1: Yeah, I would say we do not need him. <laughs> I mean, it's just one of those situations where, you know, you're out for so long, you're you losing and missing opportunities.
0: Yeah, it's just, it's an odd situation, you're right. Uh, and then not only that, I don't think anybody knew that, well, Fails was gonna be where he's at right now. Leads the league for tight ends and touchdowns, amazing red zone threat. There's games where he only has 20 yards, two touchdowns, right? And that's all that matters. The Texans also worked out defensive tackle Karun Reed today. Reed was a 14 fifth round draft pick who played 10 games for the Cowboys last season. He's also played for the Chargers and the Lions. The Texans have wave offensive lineman Dan Skipper and re-signed defensive end Joel Heath. Texans are gearing up, getting their roster ready for the home stretch, which starts now they have some very difficult games coming up to end this season right they're going to play a titans team who's been hot twice they have to play the ravens they have to pay the play the patriots they have the toughest part of their schedule possibly coming up now considering the teams and where they are right now but we gotta talk about the ravens first we gotta talk about what's coming up action jackson Cody. Sean versus Lamar, Watson versus Jackson, the MVP matchup. Both are these guys are top 5 in the MVP MVP race. Am I right or wrong?
1: Oh, you're 100% correct.
0: And both of these guys have had multiple signature wins to prove their case to the committee, to whoever votes, to the fans, to the watchers of the viewers of football it doesn't matter. Lamar Jackson, by the way, he has This is an interesting stat I want to bring up right now so I can get to my point later on. He has 25 plays of 18 miles per hour. That's eight more than any other quarterback. And what I mean by that is he's moving fast, pretty fast. And you look at some of his signature wins. He opened up against Miami, and I think everybody's signature win. Miami's involved somewhere, unless you're the coach. He had to win against Seattle. He had to win yesterday uh, Sunday against the Bengals he gets it done two perfect passer ratings the only guy to do that outside of Ben Roethlisberger back in 07 I believe he is getting it done for this team the way he is playing has made this team very very scary but we are here in Houston we have a guy that we've seen make magic out of nothing the, the the implication in this game, Sunday, what's at stake on the line? You have two guys who were passed upon in, in the draft, right? We see what's going on. I hate to bring it up again, but we see what's going on in Chicago, and we saw how the Chiefs, rightfully so, they drafted Patrick Mahomes over Watson. But Watson was a third quarterback taken off the board. We know the story behind Lamar Jackson sitting in that room, waited all the way up until the third, was it, the 32nd pick? when When – Ozzie Newsom, his last first round draft, he went out and got Lamar Jackson. And there were so many naysayers. Joe, Joe Flacco, who didn't want to help him, you know, succeed. He was saying negative things. And of course, we you know about the Bill Poleon and all of these quarterback gurus who said he's to switch to receiver and running back. That is out the door. I don't think anybody saw outside of maybe a few Lamar Jackson doing this right now. I'm going to give you some numbers. Watson has 2,432 yards, 18 touchdowns through the air, five on the ground with 279 rushing yards. Lamar Jackson, 2,036 yards, 15 touchdowns through the air, six on the ground with a whopping 702 rushing yards. The dynamics of this game is going to be fun.
1: And one of the things that's on the line, and I'm looking at this from an individual standpoint, this is going to be a fun game, and it's going to be a hard game for me to decide. I'm glad. I'm I'm going to wait until the very last day of this week to give you my prediction. But You are not alone. You are not alone. (laughs) But one thing that's on the line in this game is the MVP. And, John, I'm sorry. You know how I feel about Deshaun Watson. You know that's my boy. But as of right now, Lamar Jackson is, and he should, win MVP. He already didn't beat Russell Wilson. If he beats Deshaun Watson in the Houston Texans, you might as well just hand him the the, the MVP trophy now. And I only say that because at that point, the Baltimore Ravens are going to be sitting at 8-2. There's only two other teams that's going to have a better record than that, and that's the San Francisco 49ers and, of course, the New England Patriots if both of them win on Sunday as well. This the things that this guy is doing, <laughs> I you know how I feel about my boy Michael Vick, but th- some of the things that he is doing, did you not did you or did you not see that performance he put on Sunday against the Cincinnati Bengals?
0: I saw the performance. Well, the thing about it is there is a way to beat this team. There is a way to beat Lamar Jackson in this Ravens offense. The first thing you have to do is he you, you, you gotta get to him.
1: And That's the only thing. you have
0: to get to him, you have to fly to him. I'm gonna give you some interesting numbers. Both teams are gonna have problems with containing the quarterback whenever they get loose. Watson right now is 4.5 yards before contact. Lamar Jackson, 5.3. And the funny thing about it is, Lamar Jackson has 702 rushing yards. That's more than a lot of running backs. But you want to know why he's so dangerous? He only has one broken tackle. You know what that means? He's getting to his spot faster than anybody else on the field. And when he gets to a spot, like we saw yesterday with the spin move or plenty times before, when he gets into a lane, he turns the burners on. And if you do not get to your spot quickly, if the defense does not get to those lanes, Feel them, gain, tackle, pursuit. Jackson has plays this year where he's went untouched. And I mentioned it earlier. He has 25 plays where he has hit 18 miles per hour. That's eight more than any other quarterback. So the discipline of the Houston Texans, it must be on 10 plus more. Because if he gets in the lane and he sees an opening, you might as well just call, wave, bye-bye because he's faster than anybody else on the field.
1: And that's the thing, John. I do not believe that the Houston Texans' defense are going to be able to to contain Lamar Jackson. And I'm not trying to be negative, but you look at the reality of the situation, um, especially due to the fact that they no longer have J.J. Watt. I would have more confidence if you had Watt, but you don't have him. Whitney Merciless, I mean, he's still playing good, but he has not been the Whitney Merciless that started out the gear. I mean, you you remember he started out on fire. It I I just don't see the Houston Texans doing a number on Lamar Jackson this week.
0: Well, there's also some other key points I want to give out because I I I'm going to be with you. I'm going to wait to the last minute. I'm going to see how things work out. I'm going to get the final injury report. I want to see who's going to be on the field. But the games, the Ravens has lost. The team was down. The Ravens was down at halftime. If you put the Ravens in a position where their back is against the wall and make them beat you, don't beat yourself. And when I say beat yourself, I mean if you know that he's going to be at a spot, get to that spot first. So allow them to beat you. Make them come out and beat you and make them adjust to your game plan. Do not adjust to their game plan. In the Chiefs game, you want to know why it was so difficult for them? Well, the Chiefs had seven penalties in that game. Well, in that Chiefs game, the Ravens had seven penalties. In the Browns game that they lost, what did the Browns' defense make Lamar Jackson do? Beat us. And that was the last game the Browns had won up until they won Sunday. The Browns had two picks and one fumble by Lamar Jackson. In both of those games, the Chiefs took advantage early on. And when it was was time to make it a game, they made it a game, but it was also too late. It was too late. And another thing I want to leave you guys with, this is going to be very interesting because both teams, they're very identical. They're very identical. They both have quarterbacks that can literally beat you however they feel like a Lamar Jackson, more so with his legs, but let's not act like he hasn't had games where he has beat you through the air. We know what Deshaun Watson can do on any given Sunday because he just gets the job done. But you want to know what else is working in their favor? I mentioned Jordan Thomas is coming back. The tight in position in the wins this year a combined 783 yards and six touchdowns that is how good a combination of their tight ends whether it's hearse boils andrews they're getting it done they're 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 going out and they're running routes they're catching passes they're also dominating at the line of scrimmage because this team runs the ball so good but in their losses They've allowed 171 yards, one touchdowns. You look at what Fells has been able to do this year. He leads the league in tight ends reception going into Sunday. That somebody else may have it, but I know he's still top three in the league for tight ends for touchdowns. And you look at how Atkins is. So he's so so much of a threat in the RPO in the RPO game, because are you going to stop Sean? Are you going to stop him? Who do you who do you stop? Pick and choose. Both of those guys has been phenomenal for the Houston Texans this year. Just as the trio of tight ends for the Ravens has been for them. It's going to be a fun matchup. I'm not going to pick who just yet. I will say that it's going to be very exciting. I can't wait to continue to analyze this Ravens team throughout the rest of this week. I have different points. I want to point out what can the Texans do to win and what can they do and what shouldn't they do to lose this game. Um, no team wants to be stuck with an L this upcoming Sunday, playoff implications as well as MVP. It's going to be fun, a fun matchup. What is fun, using the accessibility of our apps to order food. You don't feel like going out. I don't feel like going out. I don't want to fight traffic. I don't want to get in the rain. I don't want to see people's face. I just want to eat in the comfort of my own home. And that is where DoorDash can help you. DoorDash connects you to your favorite restaurants in your city. Ordering is as easy as one, two, three. Open the DoorDash app, choose whatever you would like to eat, and your food will be delivered to you. Not only is your favorite pizza joint on DoorDash, but there are over 340,000 restaurants in 3,300 cities. So you might find a new one, too. Right now, our listeners can get five off their first order of 15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code locked on. Five dollars off your first order of 15 or more. Promo code locked on. You cannot beat that. And you may not be able to beat the Texans, vice versa. The Texans may not be able to beat the Ravens. We don't know. It's gonna be a fun week discussing this team, this matchup, the excitement around it. I wish it was a prime time game, but. You know, I have to leave you guys with this. I'm John, some sports guy, and I do this show
1: with my brother, Cody Davis, And Please follow me on Twitter at Cody, C o t y D a v i s underscore 24.
0: Follow me on Twitter at some sports guy with two Y's. And what I'm going to leave you with is the word from the wise: <sighs> When you get up in age and you're not young anymore, go to bed on time. Because the next day you're grouchy. You're tired. You don't feel like dealing with anybody. And it's your fault. Where did that come from? Personal experience. I'm still tired from this weekend. But I won't be tired this week. I have a lot of excitement and energy just as this game we're preparing for. The Houston Texans versus the Baltimore Ravens. I can't wait till tomorrow. Peace.